Um, okay, so let's roll back to December and some things that have happened since the last time that I was here with you, okay? So the first thing that happened or the last thing that happened was Google came and put in a very harsh, what they call useful content update. And um, they also came after what they were calling spammy links. And at first, these things didn't seem to make much sense, but with hindsight now, I understand why they did it. What they told everybody back in December was basically this, that if you're going to put up a page of content and you're going to put that page of content on your website, it better provide useful information to your end user and not a regurgitation of somebody else's website. Um, it required you to be an expert. It requires you to be authentic. It requires you to have authority. And Google wants to build a trusting relationship with your website. If they don't have that, then we're going to have problems, okay? So that's not much different than I, what I've been saying for years now, which is I've told you to be the expert. I've told you that you have to be an authority. Um, you need social proof on your article. So in other words, when you post something to your website, please make sure you take it sideways and go stick it out on LinkedIn or Facebook or both, wherever, um, so that there is some proof to the fact that you are a trustworthy entity. But the biggest part of this, the nugget that got missed in all of this is that what was the definition of useful and why were they, I'm going to use the word harping for lack of a better way to say that, harping on how useful a page could be and who was going to be the delimiter of that. Um, they also made very strong statements at the time about rejecting AI content. Okay, so the very first set of guidance they put out on this was they don't want AI content. And it may sound funny to you is like, why at 610, when I'm telling you, I'm giving a two hour speech on AI, why am I telling you 10 minutes in that Google doesn't want it? Because we're now at February and we're going to have to change that a little bit. Um, but they don't want AI because what ends up what is what ends up happening is AI is going to pollute, for lack of a better way to say that, the internet with a regurgitation of somebody else's something. Okay, so that brings us a little bit through where we were sitting at the end of the year. As we came into January, this whole Chat GPT thing exploded, and you could see that there was a good path. Um, and that there was a use for it. It really was kind of phenomenal in what it did. Um, but okay, it was not going to impact much initially. Uh, somebody said what exploded in uh, uh, chat GPT. Okay. Um, and I, I'm going to go through these interfaces, but I want you to um, understand some of the chronological uh, progression of this, because at the same time, there was no uh, interaction with it within the search engines themselves, okay? 
Then what happened was Bing decided they were going to bake it right into their search engine, which then sent Google into a tailspin. And anybody that saw the Google launch of this, it was kind of hysterical. The girl dropped their cell phone. They couldn't get it together, right? It was a complete and utter disaster, their rollout of the uh, Google uh, interface, which they're going to call BARD. Um, anybody that knows William Shakespeare was BARD. That's where they kind of got this from. And they started to give everybody some information on where they were going and what they were going to do. And they seemed to soften up a few things in this, but I also want to explain some of the thoughts on, on how they got to this. And then I want to make sure that we know as business owners how we can utilize this, okay? So they kind of changed their, their song a little bit and said they recognize that AI technology can be utilized to create a page of content. However, if you take a page of content and it's solely just a regurgitation of something somebody else said, there is no value to it, okay? And therefore, you're going to have a problem because they're going to start to demote or um, push your website down and you won't have a seat at the table. So... I'm hearing the small business owner saying to me, look, look, I have chat GPT and look at all the things I can do with it. And I will go into how I think it should be used, okay? That doesn't mean come March or April, this doesn't change again because where I got out of bed on January the 1st and it was one way, how it is today is completely different. So I want, this is moving very quickly and we're in the middle of this war between Microsoft and Google um, and trying to promote and develop their own AI engines within the search engine. Well, we'll so, have you keep them up, up to date on it each at the end of each month, right? So if, if more things come out, uh, we'll cover a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'll add it in. I, you know what? All right, so let me say this. She, Sandra brings up a good point. Um, I think we're going to be talking about this all year. I think that this is a very fluid situation. And I think each and every time that comes up, we're going to have to wrap our hands around it and see where we are because nobody really is out there giving small business owners guidance. I have some issues um, with this and which I'm going to explain how we got here um, and tell you why as small business owners, I have a little bit of a problem with it. But I also want to say that we actually have a real big opportunity um, as well. So let's kind of come back. So Google started to talk about what they felt um, their, their BARD engine looked like. And as it came out, this has been in development since 2017. And I think some of us believe, which I believe as well, is that Google has been scraping websites and creating what I'm going to call a knowledge vault, okay? And this goes based on some of the patents and all that they have. So they've been out scraping your data, looking for really good data. The more they hear about something, the more likely it's to be in the knowledge vault the less likely they hear about something, the less likely it's to be in the knowledge vault, okay? Now, as small business owners, I have a problem with that because many of you are innovators and are incubators of ideas. So based on that sentence I just said, 
if there's not enough noise about what you're doing, you may not make it into this knowledge vault. And therefore, that's something that I think is going to have to be dealt with at some point, because what's going to happen is those that are making the noise are going to get the biggest footprint. I see other implications in that of, you know, that being um, manipulated. Now, because this is an infant, it, it may be that this becomes a really cool toy and everybody rolls it out and that's it. Or this may become ensconced in our everyday life. I, I don't have a predictor for that yet. What I what I will say is that as I've been using it, there's some really great things. And then when it gets stuck, it gets stuck. And, and you know, I, I kind of think of uh, Lost in Space with that robot. And, you know, when it got stuck, it would just bat itself up against the wall. That's kind of what we had happen with that. So, um so Anna, and you must be my friend, Anna, that I've known for a long time. You, you're asking, how do I, okay, it's good to see you. We've all been wondering where you've been. Um, it says, how, how to make noise. That's one of the things that we're going we're gonna to talk about and how that we, we are going to have a higher bar and a higher standard um, to be able to get ourselves out in the public or to get into the knowledge vault. Now I'm saying, and I have a Yankee accent. We all understand that. I'm saying vault, like a bank vault, not vault like a Chevy. Okay, so V-A-U-L-T. All right, it just think of it as a knowledge vault and they've been taking it. And what they're gonna do is take these language models. And I don't wanna get into the two types of language models and all of that kind of stuff. What I want you to understand is that the more um, stuff or references they see to something out on the internet, the more valid they are going to take it. And they're saying that they already know that they have a problem because they're going to have to take the stuff, figure out how to integrate the stuff that's not um, as well talked about. So I, I have a customer that does polymers, okay? So if I was going to talk about um, a customer that does polymers, I'm going to tell you right now, there's only polymer people are talking about polymers, okay? But there's other more, you know, popular topics like my guy that does Italian travel. Well, he's a travel agent to Italy. He gets a lot more traffic because his his stuff is not as, um, you know, centered on one little tiny niche. So what I've found so far is that the polymers people are actually faring better than the Italian guy because the Italian guy's stuff, he's homogenized. There's only so much you're going to be able to say about the Amalfi Coast, okay? So he's got a little bit different level or a lift, whereas because there's not a lot of information out there, the language models don't know what to do with the polymers except to be somewhat gen generic. Now, what I will say is they've been playing with it down at the polymers place, and it does give some higher level answers, but it really is, it's stuff that they've scraped off the internet and there's no reference to it. So what I want you to know for starter number one is I want you guys to know that this cannot be used in any way, shape, or form as a cut and paste out of the chat situation into a word docking on your website that is the quickest surest way for your website to be banned period end of story okay yeah. and what i if they ask if they ask one of the <clears throat> like bard or um 
the Bing uh, in their Google uh, AI um, some about something like how do I promote this or or et cetera, and they get it back, then they can't use that uh, in the in, and just post it on their website. That's what I want to avoid, Sandra, because what I keep hearing is, well, look how great this is. Let me cut and paste it and put it over here. Okay. So one of the things that I noticed back in uh, September is they did one of these updates on helpful content and stuff. And I had one website that we used to work on that we don't work on anymore, but I used to work on that that website went from a very busy 100, 150 people a day website to a, you know, a 20 people a day website. And when I started to look at why, because there was no substantive changes made to the website, so there was no explicable reason that that would happen, I started to pull the content off the website and all that content was AI generated. So the cures for the common cold, whoever did this, this went through, used an AI software, wrote, you know, five ways, you know, how to have a cold, pasted it on a website. And the second Google sensors went in there, it, it, it knocked that whole website off. So if you're a business owner and you are dependent on lead generation app from Google, you don't, you cannot put yourself in a position to rock a boat like that. Because if you do, you then lose your livelihood and your lead generation source. So this is where I, I have, this is partly why I am doing this so early on is I keep hearing people say to me ways that you're going to do this. And when they do it, it's a landmine. Okay. So I wanted to, I wanted to get this out of the way because my thing is always, how are we going to get to number one position in Google? How are we going to get visibility? Um, and, you know, uh, the one thing that I'm going to say, and I'm going to say this right now, I think some of the click-through rates on websites are going to go down, meaning it appears in Google, somebody clicks on you and clicks through. But what I have experienced, because we have always, I've had a policy for, you know, 20 years now, our content's written by humans. And when they write that content, um, we have fared very well up against these algorithm against these algorithm changes Google has made. And I think that the reason why is because they're they're human written and they're they meet the, the right criteria. In those cases, the website clicks have actually gone up because what's happening is I think some of the searches are now somewhat more relevant. So I can't just dwell on how many people click through a website. I need to click through, is it matching the intent and are, how are we looking at that? So I think you're going to see a drop in traffic numbers to your website, which some of you that may help or hurt rather. But overall, I think in some level, we're going to have better quality traffic. At least that's what the experience has been through February the 22nd of 2023. Okay, I can come back in two, in two months and tell you, you know what, click-through rates are in the trash, and now we've got to come up and figure out what we're going to do about all this, okay? So, so how, will, how will it impact their, their um, business the way it is right now if people start using this and they're just talking to the AI to ask about things? Yeah, that, that that's, that's the problem. Some, all right, so some of this has been, so if I start asking questions of something, it, it gets stuck in a loop after a while. So then it just starts going. So it doesn't actually give you 
a prolonged set of information, you, you, it kind of gets stuck. We had it happen today because um, my, my one of my employees said to me, well, if you want to demonstrate a bad article, why don't you just do one? And she said, it won't take, and she was right. We were able to do it in about 15 minutes, but it, no matter what I asked it, it kept starting giving me back the, the same answer repetitively because it couldn't any longer understand um, what I was saying. So um, I just want to make sure we're, we're clear on that, that this is not going to be something that's going to be, it's going to give you long-term. Now, I was doing one this weekend and I finally got annoyed with it. And I said, tell me how to cook a rib roast. And it told me how to cook a rib roast. Great. But it couldn't tell me the answer to my question. So, uh, you know, I, this is that kind of stuff that when we look at it, I want, you know, I want everybody to understand this is not like a, I think the thing is, is that everybody's like, wow, look, this is great. It can do a better job than me. But when you really start to look under the hood, it doesn't do a better job than you. However, it can dramatically help you do a better job. Okay. So it doesn't do a better job than a human, but it actually can help you do a better job. So I'm going to start with chat GPT itself. Um, let me pull that up here on my screen and we're going to share and let's go to this. Okay. So I'm already logged into my account. The accounts are free. You don't have to pay for them. Um, you go to a place called open AI, Sandra, if you want to type that it's openai.com, and you'll see uh, a button there that says chat GPT. It'll ask you to sign up an account or use your Google account and off you go. Um, you can upgrade your account for $20. It allows you to have faster answers, but that's it. So if you know about a subject, you can see the holes in it. If you don't know about the subject, you're going to think it's your rocket. It's like the greatest thing you can learn for hours sitting here asking it questions. So I started to think about how would I do this and what would I do with it? Okay, so I'm going to start with I'm going to start with the beginning and the end. On my website, there is a wet article there that's called The Ultimate Guide to Google Penalties and Algorithm Updates, okay? And how my head started, Saturday I was sitting there and I said, you know, I need a page on our website that talks about penalty and penalty recovery because that's something that we are really good at. This website's sick. What do I have to do to fix it? So I said, let me start. I need to put a page on the website. And it became this thing, okay? So the very first thing and I'm going to bring up, because I, I want you to see what I did with this. So I said, first I asked it, explain what a Google algorithm penalty is, what are the causes, and how to recover from it, okay? So I don't expect you to know this, all right? But I started to read this, and I was like, huh, it's, it's kind of right but it's kind of bland and it has no real purpose other than to answer the question that I asked on it. And you can see it on the screen. It says a Google algorithm penalties decrease in traffic. And it mentions violating webmaster guidelines. It mentions um, an algorithm penalty. And I think this also talks about, and you see, if you see here, 
This is all one paragraph. It talks about violating uh, webmaster. But then by the time I come down here, it says the first step is to review them. So it's it's not written with the right flow, like that a human would actually write a page. It can get redundant. It can get in the weeds. It can. So the first thing I said is this whole thing is predicated on knowing what the Google webmaster guidelines are. So I was like, well, maybe that should be included in here. Why is that not in there? So I was like, well, huh, let me let me start again, because what I want you to understand is as you walk down this, the one answer feeds the next answer, feeds the next answer, feeds the next answer. It doesn't let you ask it or tell you to do something. And then the very next thing is divorced from the first thing. Okay. So that's an important point for everybody to understand because you're building something with this as you do it. Now, I did two levels on this as I did it. So I'm going to explain to you what I did. Um, and it may get a little bit weeded. Sandra, I can't see any questions or anything that come up. So if something pops up, you're going to have to interrupt me because I can't see it right now. Okay. Okay. But so, far, All right. so far, so good. Okay. So the next thing I did is I said to it, what should be included in an article on Google penalties? So what I want you to start thinking about is if I was going to create a page of content, the very first thing you should do is let it make you an outline. In essence, when I asked it to ask what should be included, it went out, scraped the internet, and told me the things that my page should include. Okay, so everything else that I asked it past this point had this list of seven attached to it. Okay, so and you can see here, I have a second one over here. And the reason why is because I, I, I ended up having to walk away from this one and start another one so I could get better answers because it started in the, I'm going to hit my head on a wall loop. Okay. So what it did for me and what it would do for you, because you need to be an expert. Okay. It gave me six talking points about if I was going to write an article on a Google penalty, what should I write on? Now, I'm going to cut to the chase on something, all right? My staff, I gave this to them on Monday and told them what I did. And none of them or all of them came back and said, Beth, we don't understand how you did this because it sounds exactly like you. So, and I have a very unique colloquial writing style. I'm very friendly and informative. And I, and I, I mean, I basically write like I speak because I can do it engaging and I don't have to sound like I'm being condescending or talking down to people. So I, I, I gave it to them and they said, we can't tell that you didn't write this, but I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to show you a mistake because I actually made a mistake in the article and I, I've left the mistake for tonight. And then I think I've just 100% decided that I am going to fix it come tomorrow. Okay. Um, I was going to, I was going to, leave it um, there. And, uh, you know, Lalitha just reminded you that if you have a question to ask, because this can get a little bit, I appreciate you all letting me talk, um, but this can get a little weeded. So if you don't understand something I say, please, you know, yell, yell out at it. So the first thing I would want you to do is come up with what should be included. Now, 
I did this backwards slightly. The next thing I asked it is, and this should actually be the first question you ask it, okay? What keyword should be included in an article on Google penalties? Because what it did is it found all the commonality in the articles that are out in the world and it listed them here. So had I asked it this question first, it might have just made my seven have a different answer, but I, I, it wasn't enough for me to go back and change it. Okay. So I asked it for the list of keywords so that as it wrote subsequent answers, it put keywords in it. Now, what it's not going to do, and I, I had somebody say this to me today, and this is the kind of stuff that scares me because it sounds great on paper. And then when you do it, you blow yourself up. And if anybody's ever stepped on a landmine and lost a leg, you understand there's not any coming back from that. Your leg is lost. And I think that's what's going to happen with this. Okay. I think where we're heading, and you notice I keep saying think because this is all experience discussing this. There's no manual for this. There's no uh, written and everybody's still kind of in flux as to how this all settles in. So again, I, I want to caution you um, to know, um, you know what this is. Now, Lalitha asked me a question that said, should we ask this question to Google instead of chat, chat GPT? The answer is eventually yes, but Google has not released its chat bard yet. They just told us it's all coming soon. Now, soon could be June, soon could be tomorrow morning. We, we don't really know. So right now, everybody's using chat GPT when Google comes out with theirs. We may end up having a different assessment of this. And I actually envision um, end up having to use two. And, and, and I, I actually ended up using two when I wrote this one here on the, and I'll show you what I did with it. All right. Um, but I want you to understand how sequentially to come down on this, um, then why it's important. Anna just said, is it important? The article length is important. Yes. And I'm going to tell you the longer it is, the less likely it would be picked up to be AI. But I'm also going to tell you that you cannot cut and paste out of these programs into your website. If you do, prepare to be vanquished. I don't know how else, how stronger I can say that because I really, really truthfully feel that what's going to happen is we're going to, maybe I'll say it now and I, and I've already seen it. Okay. There is different types of SEO companies out there. There are SEO companies that know, eat, breathe, sleep, SEO and know it better than anybody you'd ever want to know. Okay. And I consider my company and my staff us in that. Okay. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I also think there is probably less than 500 of those companies in the entire world that are that good at it. Okay. And, and the ones that are, are usually extremely pricey. Then there's the SEOs that I'm going to say they're lazy because I, I, I don't know what the other way to say that. And, and I, you know, anybody that knows me is knows I'm not super politically correct. They're going to look to cut corners. They're going to look to charge the most amount of money they can for the least amount of work. 
Some of them have the delusions that they may just be able to just automate everything, send their work out to foreign countries, and they can go on vacation to the Bahamas. And that if somebody catches them or get mad, that's fine. There's five more people behind them. So I see a lazy SEO company setting this up and picking an SEO company now becomes even harder because you got to figure out who knows how to use this, who's using it with the right intent, who's using it with the wrong intent, or who doesn't even know that they're using it with the wrong intent, okay? So I, I, I continue, and I'm going to continue to say over and over and over again, you cannot use this to paste it into your website. And if you're an SEO company and doing that, you are malpractice up one side and down the other because it is just not viable. To use it as a, as a, a, a guidepost, all day, I can see that being, and that's kind of where I'm going to show you how we're going tonight, but you don't cut and paste anything out of these things and into your website. All right. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep saying that because it's important, but I don't want to waste a lot of airtime on it. Okay. So, so Wait, far I said. I have a question then. So if somebody, if a, if they hire somebody to write content for their websites, then can they check that by seeing. You know, they... Sandra. That's a great question. And you know, the problem I had, we, we did a demo today, myself, um, me and my head editor today, put our heads together to say, what are we going to do? And I thought I had a tool that could do this, but let me tell you, when I took the, the one about the common cold and a fever, it, it rang every AI bell there was. It said, this is AI, don't use it, it's going to be penalized. I have written, and I will show that to you today, um, one that her and I did in about 10 minutes on WordPress, and I'll show you why it's all a problem. But at the end of the day, it did not set off the AI detection. And I think it's because I knew enough to read the questions properly, like circuit the questions. But I'm going to tell you something. And anybody that's been around me for any extended period of time um, knows this. And 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 Sarah, I, I actually hope that you can kind of say this too. I, I have always told everybody to be conservative in what they do, because what it does is if you are aggressive and you walk out on the edge and Google catches that cuts that edge off at you. The next thing you know, you're 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 gone. And and to come back from that. So I have always taught to do this in the best possible way, not in the easiest, shortcuttiest, spammiest, what fad works this day way, because that's the surest way. And you know, when I look back, I have websites that we have managed now. I, I had one today that I've got 649 articles that we, my company has published on this one website. And that website went up 10% more in traffic this month. And it's a testament that we have embraced and utilized Google's webmaster guidelines the way they intended them to be used. And I cannot in any way, shape, or form express that enough that if you chase the algorithm, you're going to get bit. But if you come up with a program that puts you together in the, in the right way, 
and handles it and meets the guidelines, you're going to be okay. So this one says, my employee was introduced to this AI and introduced it to me today because I have been Googling ways to give my boutique clothing and higher dollar wigs a name. Okay. All right. So, I, I mean, that's, that, that's fun, but I don't want that employee now taking that AI content and sticking it on your website. And this, this becomes the problem. All right. Can you use it to help you form your brand? Yes. You also can use it just as much to destroy your brand. All right. So I just, I just want everybody to be, to be clear that this is something this is kind of like uh, playing with a gun. You know, the people that know how to use the gun, they're doing great. People that don't know how to use the gun, shoot their foot off. This is kind of the same problem. All right. So all right, not to not to stay on my soapbox too much. Let's kind of keep going. All right, so I put this together, and okay, so so we shouldn't use any of this content. No, you should not use any of this content. Not in the way it's delivered. I'm going to show you how to use it, but no, you do not take it out of this tool and paste it on your website. I mean, so, I, get, I, so they can get so they can get the general ideas of the different things to talk about, but then they have to say it in their own words. Yeah, that's kind of where we're heading, Sandra. That okay. is where we're heading, okay? And this is how I ended up taking this and making it sound like my staff. I said, I wrote this with AI. They went, you did what? Why would you do that? I said, read it. They said, Beth, it sounds like you wrote it. And if you read it, anybody that knows me would say, it sounds like I wrote it. Okay, so Again, this is a progressionary situation. So I want you to understand, I asked it my ideas. I asked it my keywords. So now any subsequent answer is going to start to develop this out a little bit better than what I could. The next question I asked it is, what are the definitions of Google penalties? Because again, I'm trying to come up with a way to write a page. Okay, so what it then came back and it told me Google penalties are measured by, you know, whatever, and it gave me the two types of main penalties. All right. Again, it utilized some of these keywords. It's kind of baked them in here the way it should. So it gave me a panel, a, a paragraph. Now, I know what this says, like I could have put blindfolds on and told you what the types of Google penalties were. So it didn't tell me anything I don't know. Incidentally, it came down and it mentioned Panda, if you can see it here, and it mentioned Penguin. I want you to remember that because that's very important for the next step. All right, it says what you outsource to, I guess it's what is your outsource? I guess what if you outsource to someone for Fiverr and they right. did it cut and paste? You're screwed. This is why I'm, I'm going to show you some ways to, 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 to do this, but well, you guys got to be. It's not so much you're responsible. It's just you, Google, it'll still be. be oh, um, no, they are. Way. Wait, Sandra. No, they are responsible. They hired that person and they put it on their website. They are 100% culpable and responsible. Google doesn't care that you did something and that you hired somebody and they did it wrong, which is why this whole idea of how are you going to hire an SEO company? Now the bar is up here for it. And I, I just think you're going to hear me getting 
you know, more and more, hey, what are we going to do here? Because if you guys don't, you know, my class just raised its importance. I have done this class for 13 plus years to save business owners from bad SEO companies and bad hosting companies, because I was sick of people's coming in these classes and say, I gave somebody $50,000 and I still don't have a website. I, I just, I, that makes me cringe. And I, anybody that knows me knows I give 155% to everybody that, I, that I'm around. So when somebody does that or takes advantage or lazy and hurts a business owner that's out there working 12 hours a day, seven days a week, to me, that's the worst thing you could do to somebody. All right. So a question about, is it like, can you take the stuff, the content somebody just written for you and then do then put it do something to ai to test whether it's really ai no you cannot and this is where let me get through this all all right okay. no there is no test i thought i had a test i don't have a test okay and we did it today and sure as heck it said this is perfect and it was the biggest pile of junk we ever saw okay all right. So with this all said, all right. So we come down here. It gave me the ideas for penalties. The next one I said, how do I check if the site receives a penalty? And it tells me some tools that I can use to guess if there's a penalty. I don't disagree with any of these here. Overall, I don't disagree with them. All right. So it did that for me. And then it's, I said, how do you recover for it? If you notice what I'm doing, I'm basically interviewing it to give me questions back and forth. So as a former reporter in a different life, this was very easy for me because I'm constantly asking the follow-up question. And because I did, it gave, it's giving me all the talking points that I needed, right? So I kind of kept on down. The next one said, how do I prevent it? Gave me a prevention outline. Okay, so if you look at this, they basically outlined this article. All right. Now, Anna asked me, how long is the page? This page ended up being 3,700 words by the time it was said and done. Okay. Now, the next thing I did is I have a second AI tool that I, I have been playing around with, and it's called Jasper AI. And what I did is I came over here and I told it in a template to help me write these pages. Now, you have to learn the commands and all, okay? But the first thing I did, because I'm a writer at heart, and I mean that seriously, that's not really a joke. I'm not joking around. I put the lead paragraph on it so that it, I told it and set the tone for it right out of the box. This here is Beth Guide. And I should have actually highlighted this all the way through so you could see when it was me and when it wasn't me, okay? So the next thing I did is I asked it to tell me, you know, what, what was uh, about penalties. And I put this sentence in here that they can be tricky to navigate um, and so on and so forth. And then I took the first idea out of chat GPT, which says, what is the definition of a uh, penalty? I came back over here and I told it, and I'm going to come all the way down here so you can see it. You see how long this article is, right? But I'm going to tell me, write me a 
paragraph. Uh, no, write me a, I'm going to actually say it this way, write about and define what are Google penalties. And then there's a setting, and let me see why my, I can't get down there because my screen's up. You see it says small, medium, and large? I tell it, run the command, and now you watch what it'll do. So it took chat GPT's first paragraph, first point, and it's now writing that for me here and dumping a whole pig pile of words in here about what it thinks I should cover on that, okay? The next thing I did, because I know what I'm talking about, is I came back over here and I started to read down this and decide what I was keeping and what I wasn't, what was right and what was wrong, okay? And, and what I didn't like and what I did like. I then saw it has a paragraph about manual penalties. It has one about algorithm penalties. And this time it didn't do this, but it mentioned back, um, excuse me, penguin and panda. And if you heard me say earlier, remember those two words? Those two algorithm penalties are now baked into the system, okay? They are no longer processed the way they were when they were rolled out. What I felt like was keeping that language in this article dated the article and did not make it current. So I actually took that information out. What I did is I went through these and I... I agree with this. I don't agree with this. I know more than this. I don't like this answer. And I went and kind of, and I'm going to use the word massage because some of it I left intact. Okay. But I massaged it with what I know. All right. So you would have to actually know what you're talking about to do this. So the guy that is writing the article that you got off Fiverr, if he does not know your subject matter, there's going to be several different ways to do this. One is they're going to not ask the right questions and the article is not going to cover the right information. Two is they're going to give you something like this that's going to have intrinsic errors in it simply because they don't know the nuances. And I think what I did was I was able to apply the nuances to the writing that made it authentic and backed it out and backed it away from being a problem. All right. So what I did was I created a basic outline. I took it and I put it through Jasper. Now, Jasper is expensive. Don't misunderstand me, okay? Jasper is expensive. I mean, it cost me 600 bucks to pay for it for the year, all right? Um, and that's with just limited use. I will tell you what Jasper is good for here in just a minute, okay? But to do what I did with Jasper and to do this on every single article, um, I think is going to be a little bit interesting, um, and I, I don't know if you're want, you're going to want to do that. Now, you notice that I put types of Google penalties and it says manual actions, algorithms, and then it says link-based penalties, unnatural link penalties, and technical SEO penalties. Now, let me tell you about this paragraph here. This is all true, all right? 
I ran a second command here because I didn't like it when it returned on Google penalties. I ran a second command and it gave me three more options to add to the article, except this one here was explicitly wrong. Had I put it out there the way it was written, it was wrong and it, it could not stand. And what it said was basically that there was a mobile penalty and they were going to, they were going to, um, uh, delist your site or something for a mobile penalty. Hey, what Alicia, I know, huh? Alicia, what? Alicia Inard has a, has a question. Do you want okay. to write your question in the chat? Well, Alicia, just, well, let me go find it or just don't make her do it again. We'll just, where is no, it? I, I don't know if she's, uh, repeating it or is she just raising her hand oh all right okay if it's not so, written it needs to go and it needs to go yeah, right it's a webinar so yeah. you need to um, write it in the chat and then i'll just bring it to her attention okay alicia all right okay so let me let me go back here this this paragraph was completely written wrong it was talking about a mobile mobile penalty um google did have a mobile site penalty if your site wasn't mobile friendly there was a penalty for it um, mostly everybody's now mobile friendly, so it's not a thing anymore. Um, and Google's changed the way it evaluates that. And I was like, well, if I leave this stand, it's going to make the page dated. So what I ended up doing was coming back to it. And I said, there's actually a technical SEO set of penalties, uh, non-SSL mobile penalties. They're there. Um, and there are some still out there, but using bad technical SEO techniques causes them to rank lower and mimics a penalty. So I completely took what I know and changed this paragraph around. Okay. Um, the other thing I need to do is I need to move this here about manipulating page rank because page rank is not a thing either. I just caught this now reading this over. I actually need to change this on this page rank and I need to change it on the live site because that's not a thing either anymore. So the information is dated. And remember, I told you they've been collecting this. If you look really in the fine print of chat, chat GPT, it says the information is current all the way up to like 2020 or 2021. So anything that's happened since 2021 and 2022 or 2023, I don't think is there. So that gave me a little bit of a, um, I'm going to get to that. It says, what about writing AI for Google ads? I'm going to get to that. Okay. That's where I'm actually, that's one place I'm actually going to go with this. And I'm going to show you some things that you can do and be okay. But I think. Have you heard of that right sonic? I don't know about right Sonic. I'm going to talk about using AI. I don't, I don't, I don't know all these products. There's a thousand of them out there and they all tell you how good they can do them. I'm going to tell you, you need to use your brain and not take shortcuts, but we're going to talk about writing Google ads in a minute. Okay. So I made the corrections to this because it was not correct. And I am going to have to go back into that. And I am going to have to go get this paragraph collected because I don't like this unnatural link penalty. It is an unnatural link penalty, but I don't like the way they have it worded because it's not correct for an article that was written in 2023. So that's one of those things that I, I want, you know, I want you guys to understand is that I am massaging. So I'm taking AIA 
running it through AIB, and then I am correcting it. So I have now diluted that twice over before it's ever even going to see the light of day. Okay. Paragraph by paragraph, I went through these points and pulled and went and did this. Now, I will tell you, the entire process took me, I, I was kidding around because in the middle of it, I did have to make a rib roast. Um, I, but I, I went through this. I think it took me about a half an hour and a half to put this all together and assemble it to a point where I was happy with it. Okay. So the other thing you'll see see as I asked about and I because I wanted it to clear out again and I came back and I asked it again what should a page on Google penalties and algorithm updates so you notice I changed my words what should be included what information should be included and it changed some of this a little bit and you notice yet again here comes the penguin panda hummingbird and others um I, I removed that because again, not valid. So I, I did take another shot at this just to make sure that I was I was okay with where they where I had framed it. Um, and then came back through Jasper and then ran each one of them through Jasper and then rewrote what Jasper put. So to me, and, I, and I'm going to be honest with you on something, to me, rewriting something like this or embellishing something like this is far easier than me sitting with a piece of paper. And, you know, I, I should have been a straight A student. I was a straight C student because I couldn't be bothered with the ticky stuff, okay? And to me, creating the outline of what I should write and not be free form was the most tedious and torturous thing that I ever had to do going through college. All right. So something like this that tells me what I should include and then let me go on my free form. I know about this subject and I can make it better. That works far better for me. Um, and where I see this being useful is if you were going to take a subject that you or a service or something that you do it's much easier to take it, run it through there and tell you what you should be talking about. And then you identify what it's not talking about. All right. So I came all the way through this article. Now, you remember I told you I made a mistake. Let me tell you the mistake I made. And we are going to fix this. The more I mull this over, the more I think that this needs to be fixed. Okay. So I put understanding it. What's the true cost of bad SEO? Because I'm going to tell you right now, this is the recipe for bad SEO companies. And you're not going to know you have a problem, which was partly why I was putting up the penalty, because I think my job of fixing broken websites is going to go way the heck through the roof, far more than, hey, can you rank it from scratch? Okay, because we're going to have a bunch of busted websites because somebody went and hired a website, a web SEO company, and they said, oh, I can do it for $5.99 because they're over there with their AI cutting and pasting and meeting their deliverables. So it, it, this is, this is going to be an interesting world trying to explain to people what the difference is between good SEO and bad SEO. All right. Long story short is I came down in this. I said, what is the cost of it? And I outlined, laid out what I was going to talk about. And then I said, the next thing I said was, what are the types of Google penalties? Now, this is where I made the mistake. When I did the chat GPT thing, it came back and it told me about manual actions and algorithmic penalties. 
I was like, okay, well, that's good. Let's compare and contrast them. So I ended up taking the two and comparing and contrasting them. But if you look at this second sentence here, the causes of the penalties or this, this second section, the reason it happened should actually be up here. So it should say types, causes, and then a comparison. So this article in a flow is out of sync just simply because I wrote this with the with the G, chat GPT and it doesn't follow a natural progression of words just simply because I inverted those two items. Okay, so I will be correcting this tomorrow morning. So uh, if everybody's listening to this, we're, we're going to get the tape from Miss Lalitha and she's going to we'll put it out on the Internet. Um, so if anybody's listening to this after the fact, I will have already reversed those two paragraphs. So you won't be able to actually see it on the page like you do here. But you can see it truly that it should say types. It should say causes, and then it should compare them. You shouldn't say types, compare something, and then talk about the panel, the causes of them, in my opinion, as I'm writing this, okay? Then I came down and said how to determine it. I took some of their notes on the evaluation tools that they gave. I changed this because I felt like they were name dropping and they were telling you to go use this and go use this and I was like, you know what, if you don't know what you're looking at, you can have any tool in the world. This is what you should look for. So I amended some of this area here. Um, how to recover, I went through um, and and I agreed with the pieces that it put there and, and redid it. The one thing that this article needs that is not there is what are the Google guidelines? How do I find them and what's in them? Now I have them linked up on our site and I need to kind of go back and make update the new one and relink it, okay? But I think this article probably needs either a companion article that talks about what is the Google Webmaster guidelines and how they're, imply, or they're applied and what are the Google Raider guidelines and how they're applied. Um, it needs it needs that piece of this developed, but I don't think it hurts the article by it not being here. Um, and then the last thing I did, you notice I have what you know what are the I have a quick little piece on it. It's not a big deal. Um, you know how to prevention is the best corrective action. So that's a little bit of editorializing on my part. Um, and then I came up with when to ask for help. All right, and the reason. This is 100% me with no AI help. All right, this is me. I just put this entire section in. So the reason I walk down this progression with you is because I want you to understand, A, that it was run through double AI and it still was not left intact. It was modified. It took my experience the breadth and depth of my knowledge. And I'm sorry if that sounds like, um, you know, self-aggrandizing. I don't mean it because there's really no other way for me to say that. And then at the end, because I have the ability to write and I'm good at it, I went ahead and put a whole end thing here that says when, you know, when asked for help on how to solve this. Because truly, if you don't ask for help, um, you're going to be in worse shape than if you if you tried to solve it on your own. And what I wanted the reader to walk away with, and I said it in the first paragraph, and I've said it down here, is you do not get in a Google 
penalty situation by accident. It doesn't mean that you know about it and it doesn't know it doesn't mean that you facilitated it, but it never happens by accident. And what it usually is is that somebody doesn't know what they're doing and they're playing around in stuff that they don't know what they're doing. They've hired a bad company that cuts corners and doesn't either doesn't know what they're doing or doesn't care. And I actually think the latter is the probably the more correct answer is that they don't really care, you know, whether your site succeeds or not, as long as their check revives in the mailbox every month. Okay. So um, I, I, I just need everybody to understand that. But if you ever get a Google penalty, you can rest assured you did something and it was not an accident. Okay. So that's kind of why I went down this and put this litany in here of all of this. And what I did is I humanized this article. I gave it that expertise and authentic and, and authentic, what is the right word? Authenticism, whatever I'm trying to say. I gave it the pieces that it needed to support it and make it better. Next thing I noticed when I cut and pasted this into the website, I have um, tools on my computer. I, I have some dyslexia and I move some stuff around uh, not in the right way sometimes. And I have some tools on my computer to make my staff's job a little bit easier that I can find some of these things. And what I noticed, and, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my Word doc here with you. Um, let me see Microsoft Word share. Okay. Everybody, if you can't see this, somebody shout out and let me know. I tried to kind of make it as big as I possibly can so you could see it. That's better. It's better. Okay. So what we did today was I kept saying, you know, you can see bad AI articles if you really look for them. Okay. So what I, what I, what I, the first thing that struck me when I took that and started pasting it in the website to put it together was how many red squiggly lines were everywhere. And what it was or what it is, is AI doesn't know how to punctuate. Now, you mostly anybody under the age of 30 doesn't know how to punctuate either. So maybe they won't notice, but I'm here to tell you, Google's going to notice. And if you don't know how to punctuate, you need to learn because this stuff is not punctuated. All right. So you can see what well, WordPress is wrong. Um, I can see additionally is wrong. Furthermore is wrong. Uh, there's a whole and there's a lot of and I highlighted a few places that I had some problems with. OK, so first of all, we took this first paragraph and if you kind of read it, it says WordPress is a good way to make a web service. It's free and easy to install. See spot run, run spot run. There's a lot of themes and plugins and widgets you can use to make your website look the way you want. It works like with many other languages. So people all over the world can use it. And there are security features like two-factor authentication. Uh, two-factor authenticate, two-factor login plugins are like an are like extra parts of a WordPress website. They can help your website look different or add features to it. WordPress needs plugins so people can customize their website and make it more useful. 
it, 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 it sort of says something, but it sort of doesn't. And I can hear it when I read it out loud because it seems to say, see, spot, run, run, spot, run. And it's got that cadence to it, okay? Uh, finally, you can customize your website however you like while getting a lot of great features. Now, I dare anybody to tell me anything about that because it really is the most basic rudimentary situation. However, the next paragraph was very interesting. WordPress is an open source content management system written in PHP and paired with MySQL and MariaDB database. It is the most popular blogging system in use on the web, powering over 35.5 of all websites and offering a user-friendly way to create and manage online content. Now, that sounds a whole lot better. It, 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 it's still a little sloggy in spots, but it's not as unhappy, okay? Um, it says WordPress was initially released in 2003 as a basic tool for blogging, but over the years has evolved into a powerful platform that often uh, uses uh, off, offers users a wide variety of features, including themes, templates, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Now, the very paragraph was, Sandra, no, let me finish this because this is important and then we'll okay. go and get to this person's right. question, okay? okay? All right, the very next paragraph, WordPress is a free download to install on any hosting platform. It, adds you, it, it offers users access to thousands of free themes and plugins and can be used to customize their website. In addition, it, it, to its vast functionality, WordPress comes with built-in support for various languages, Spanish, German, Japanese, Chinese. English is missing, so let me start there. And oh, by the way, I said that up here. So it's basically a regurgitation in the first paragraph happened in the third paragraph. And the, the, the fact of the matter is when I put that together, that jumped right out at us, which is why we left that. Okay, who has a question? And then I, so I can go on because there's more to say. Well, I want to tell um, Mario, um, you have your hand raised, type your question in the chat and then Beth will answer it. And then John Harris, our friend says, could you re-explain double chat GPT again? All right, now let me finish this and then I'll go back to him, okay? Okay, and then Mario, put your, put your question in the chat, please. Okay. So that was, we had one paragraph that was a repetition of the second paragraph, okay? But then I got this lovely little paragraph down here. And this was, this one was awesome. Webs, WordPress is a good way to make a website. It's free and easy to install. There is a lot of themes and plugins and widgets you can use to make it look the way you want. It works with many different languages so people all over the world can use it. And there are security features like two-factor authentication and code scanners that keep your website safe from bad guys. Bad guys. Finally, you can customize your website however you like and still get lots of great features. Those two pieces of that sentence do not match. All right, you can customize your website and still get features? No. It's not still and add great features. So the sentence structure does not start to make sense. All right. We did it a couple of times. 
And then you notice as I'm coming down here, I'm getting more and more red. I'm getting more run on, sentence or run together, no punctuation. It's just, uh, it's, it's somewhat of a mess. And if you use it the way it came out, I could never use this article in the way that it was that the way it's presented here because of how it is. Um, here's another one here that this was spaced all wrong and it's I don't even know it, 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 all right you see how it's written backwards remain secure at all times. It's just clunky verbiage, fun clunky wording and you cannot use it in the way it came out, okay? Um, and I and I and I want everybody to be able to look at these things because I guarantee you and I, and I saw it and I still don't think this is a great example. I, I the one that I saw was so horrific. And somebody literally cut and pasted. So either it was written by English as a second language overseas from somebody up off of Upworks or Fiverr. Or it was used, and I, I think it was used because of the word count. I think it was done with AI software. And the reason I think that is because there's, at the moment, there's empirical evidence that seems to say the longer the article, the less likely Google is to pick up on the fact that it's AI. That is not a green light for you to do that because what's going to happen is eventually they're going to learn it and they're going to come back and then you're going to be banned. And trust me, you don't want to be banned. You might as well just throw your hands up and give up, okay? Because either you got to have really deep pockets to pay somebody to fix it, or yeah, uh, just don't do it is probably the best way to say it. So John, sa John says, can I explain double, I didn't really say double chat GPT, John. What I'm saying is I took the outline from chat GPT. I took the concepts. I ran it through Jasper AI, which was a second way to dilute the AI and then rewrote over the top of it. So in no way, shape or form did something truly go on my website out of this um, without me going through. And like I said, I did miss something that I want to go fix, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't, it's not double. It's that I ran it through two separate sets of software to sanitize it is really kind of where I'm going with that. But what I want everybody to understand is the sanitization process is not a green light to take it as is and put it on your website. I keep saying the same thing because I'm, I'm afraid what I'm, I, I really, I'm not so much sure afraid of the people in this room doing this. I'm afraid of the people that are not in this room doing this. And I'm afraid of the people that hire an SEO company that truly Oh, this is, it's kind of like casting aspersions, but th their job is to get traffic. And, you know, so they go whip up a website and, you know, so on and so forth. This question says, is there a less expensive version of Jasper? No, there is not. And Jasper is very expensive. So what you could do, and I, you know, I, I, I probably would be okay with this to some degree, is go to ChatGPT because it's free get your overview, and then figure out what you should do um, and do that. So, and the fact that you're given simplified in any word, I don't know that simplified or any word know how to do this job properly. So we're giving out lesser expensive versions. Some of these do not work right. I do not want, I, I genuinely, you guys do what you want, but I, I'm going to tell you, I would not go, I picked this one for a reason because it had the best breadth of knowledge. 
Um, it's just like um, the guy that asked me today, did you hear there's one of these that's designed specifically for SEO? And that's good that it's specifically because that all that does is tell me that Google's going to come and bash it over the head. You know, so I kind of I kind of looked at all of the ones that were out there and I came to Jasper because at least Jasper had the right linguistic model to work within is probably the best way to say that. So I really would. I, I really am. I'm going to say there is not a good lesser alternative. Because if your goal is to just put stuff on your website and don't really care if it ranks, have at it. God love you. Go put whatever you want on it. But I'm assuming because you're sitting in this class that you're you're wanting to know and you're wanting to understand how to build a page of content, how to do it properly, and how to get Google to pick it up and rank it. And I am going to say 100% for sure the way I feel about all of this is that at the end of the day, what's going to end up happening is Google's going to crack down on this because, and they already have, um, all right. Yeah. He said, please don't take me as a green lighting them. I, 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 that's why I'm, I'm kind of saying what I'm saying, which is there is no alternative because I, this is the closest one I could find that would even be viable. All right. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's always alternatives and there's always cheaperness. I just, you know, or cheaper items, I guess, cheaperness. Listen to me. It's been a long day. Um, so the, the moral of the story is for a page of content, use it let it outline it. If you're writer, let it write it. If you're not a writer, um, don't use the chat, the, the, the content that comes out, either find somebody to help you or figure out what's wrong with it and at least just massage it. Um, what I did, uh, Anna asked if this page is on my website and yes, it is live on my website. We know that my website is strong enough to sustain this page so we wanted to see what would happen if we put an AI. So we're testing this. This is actually a test page that we put up and we can check on it from time to time. I gave it the social proof signals. I put it out on LinkedIn. I um, have some of the attributes through it. It's got an author box on the bottom of a trusted source, which happens to be me. Um so I don't, are, are these like all the AI things you could do a search on? What'd you do? Do a search on what are the AI tools and make a list of them? Is that what I'm looking at here? I don't know. There's a list here. I'm assuming it's something along those, those lines. I, I, I just, guys, I just, unless that you're trying to come up with words for a company name, because you're the lady that said you were looking for a company name. Oh, that's, you were just searching for a unique jacket. Okay, so you were doing a search and pasted it there by accident. So uh, again, uh, I mean, we, we're, uh, what I, I don't want anybody to take stuff out of this chat and go use it as an, or that it's been tried, it's true, it's tested. Because the problem with this is, I don't think anybody, and I'm going to include myself in that anybody, is capable of understanding what's going to cause a problem at this point and what's not. But I will say that Google has come out and issued guidance that basically says, if you're going to use AI software, you better be putting stuff in there that's authentic and not found anywhere else. 
It cannot be just a homogenized regurgitation of what the AI software puts out and gives you. Because the whole objective of putting content on your website is to add something new to the internet, not restate something somebody else said. Now, what else I will say to you is the one of the things that I've always told you is that I see articles in my industry go by every single day of my life. And when I see them go by, I always formulate an opinion. Some of them are good enough to come back and say, I'm going to offer either a, a, a corroborating opinion or I am going to offer a counter opinion. And that was that will allow you to be able to um, um, come up with some ideas to feed into chat a, the, the chat GBT. And then be able to come up like it says that, you know, I was using it as a brain freeze jump off spite. I actually like that too, because I do much better when I have something outlined in front of me to do something with than if I just randomly have to come up um, uh, and say anything and just randomly put something together. I always have been. I mean, I, I literally am going all the way back to college and I always, if I knew the topic, I could do a great job. If I interviewed you, I could do a great job. If you wanted me to find that what is the flood standard for uh, the city of Houston and the, the rate per second of drainage, yeah, no, that I'm not your person to go do that. So this is the kind of thing that will help you um, be able to formulate that. So let's go to the next piece of this, all right? The other things that I am asked to do in my daily job that I have found to be most useful. All right, this is based on Google. Would you say the articles should be 50-50 personal? No, I, should, I think they should be 80-20 personal versus AI, which if you read this, I, you know, maybe what I need to do is mark this page up. Oh, you know what? I am going to mark this page up. I'm going to write, I'm going to, when, when we write this blog for this class, I'm going to actually take this class, this article, and I'm going to mark up what I changed from the original. I, and honestly, had I realized that I needed to preserve what I was doing I would have preserved it and then kept a paragraph. I thought it was going to do like chat. I thought Jasper was going to do like chat GPT and give me a running total of what I had did. But I, but I think actually it didn't. And because it didn't, I didn't know up where I changed and what I did. I just changed it. And I, and I probably needed to put notes on it, but I know what I changed at this point. So I think what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to take this page and pull it into my iPad and circle the spots of this that I changed. And I think what you're going to find is that I changed. And I'm not going to say I rewrote. I think I changed about 80% of this. But because I had the knowledge to do it. If you give me an article on peak uh, polymer plastic. I know some about it, but I don't know enough to pull out 
and refix enough of it to offset the AI. So you guys should be SMEs, you know, sub subject matter experts with your own companies. Um, I, I feel like you should be able to go through, spot what you think is a little bit different and be able to, yeah. Yeah, and that's what, so 80% personal, 20% AI, then it seems to me that humanizing the article by stating the business situation, uh, actions taken, and then the result would be a good reproach. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm, I'm coming at this from. Uh, because, and, and, and again, if you take the time to read through this and, you know my personality and Anna, you know me well enough to know, I suspect you would be able to figure out what a bot wrote and what a bot didn't just because I write and have the same cadence in my writing that I do in my speech and my thought process. So knowing me, this should be easy to spot. Not knowing me, you would never know it one from another. But like my staff said to me that there was Beth ease all throughout this thing, that that it was, that it was, I basically Bethified it. And and they're right. I, I really did. But it wasn't an arduous approach simply because I was like, okay, this is wrong. This would be more correct. Let me change this sentence. Let me make this paragraph more correct. The other thing that it had was my thought progression. Now, one of the things is all you guys are talking about these AI tools. The beauty of chat GPT is it's progressive. Jasper is not progressive. All right. So here's a concept. Write me a paragraph about this is not formulating something. So if we come all the way back to what I said in the beginning was I got the keywords and I got what should be included, and I've got to go back to that screen, okay? Um, it, it is the progressive nature of this. Uh, is that Chrome? Yeah, it's Chrome. Here we go. It's the progressive nature of this that helps um, better refine what you're doing. And again, you have to have, you have to have an understanding of what you're doing. So I know you know, major algorithms, what are they? Panda, penguin, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I don't want penguin and penguin anywhere in my article. So I am going to take that point, sanitize it to where it needs to be today. And when I put it in Jasper, I rewrote the question to give me a more 2023 answer than I did a 2019 answer, which is like what that is. So I, I, it all it all is about how you think. Yes, it learns is it learns and it's based on what the previous question is. So, and you know, and I was when I was talking to Christina about this, I was talking to staff about this the other day. She reminded me, well, you said this up here. That's why you're getting this answer down here. And I was like, oh, well, crud. And I wiped it out and I had to start, I had to start from a, a new spot because if I had stayed with where I was, it was utilizing the entire, just like when you and I have a conversation, you ask a question in this chat little world here, I'm verbally answering those questions. Your question is predicated on my previous answer. It is not, um, 
It is not just agnostic as if you never said anything and I just start talking about the next thing. So you have to understand that if you want something that's separated and not, not joined together, then you have to do it different. Jasper does not have a progression to it. It doesn't say, okay, you said this here, so therefore don't say this here. Whereas chat GPT is smarter. And I expect that Google's Bard is going to be smarter than all of them, except that it's been out there hoovering the internet, sucking all this stuff up and grading it based on how many times it hears it. So I think there's going to be more mistakes in it. And I, and I keep trying to, you know, I, I've got some real big concerns um, with, um, entrepreneurship having some problems in this, innovation having some problems for this, dissenting opinions having some problems with all of this, because if you're only going to take what you hear loudly, you're never going to hear the stuff that's new. I mean, and if we did this out in the time of Christopher Columbus, ChatGPT would say the world was still flat because that's what everybody said. So the guy that was over there saying, you know, the world's round, he never would have made it into ChatGPT because... Everybody else was saying the world was flat. I guess that's the best that's the best analogy. Yeah. I've been trying to come up with something that gives everybody an idea of what I'm what I'm trying to say. And it, it keeps running into a politic problem. So I was like, you know what? This works. If I did this in 1492, the world would be flat. <laughs> so anyway. All right. So we understand the progressive nature of all of this. We understand that it's helping you guide it, that when you answer a ask a follow-up question, it's going to give you a follow-up answer predicated on the previous answer it gave you, and it's going to help you define and develop, uh, I don't know, you're now, I'm, this, uh, I'm not good at Jeopardy. I used to be good at Jeopardy. I'm not good at, I hit 50 and my Jeopardy skills went out the window. Um but um, we're, we're coming through this and we're going through this. And, and again, how you would have a conversation with somebody, if you guys, this up here is mentoring webmaster guidelines. Then the next logical question could be, what are those guidelines? Um, I do think that somebody said, give me your sources. <coughs> I think it was one of my customers said, give me... Let me see if it if it gives it. Okay. All right. So look at what it's doing now. I asked it what the source. Now it's not giving me a source for it. It's telling me what the AI language model is. Oh, it says it doesn't have the ability to do that and give me uh, citations. So one of them, I, maybe it was Jasper I did it on. One of them yesterday, we were able to get some citations for things. What I don't want is you making citations to somebody else's website. So... Um, yes, group think. We're going to end up with a group think problem is what I, I'm hoping what this and what ends up happening is that people use this to get out of a writer's block situation and that understand that. But my fear is, is that the SEO industry at large is going to go, yeehaw, I have a way to make content, charge somebody top dollar for it, and then proceed to, to actually do it in a way that negatively impacts the customer. I mean, we've seen this. You've heard me say this before in the past. Um, 
when I talk about articles and article writing and how to do that, and if they are, and, and again, I have to say this, English is my second language. And some of the things that I see after learning and being around people that speak Italian as their first language, um, the words are altered. And some of the time I put uh, words in the wrong order. So as I say this, this is not an a, um, indictment against anybody because I have the same problem. Um, English as a certain second language has always had these attributes to them. And Google has gotten very good at identifying articles written by people where English was a second language. Back in the day, it didn't matter that the sentence structure wasn't right and that the words weren't in the right order or that there was an inversion of um, words. Um, and anybody that like speaks Spanish or any of the, the, the Roman languages understands that, I think. Um, Okay, the next thing, the next thing it says is what type of citations are okay, similar to my graduate school thesis? No, 100% no. Um, I am not in the habit of telling business owners to do citations out. Now, if you're writing a scholarly document, which you might be, because you write that kind of stuff. Um, if you write a scholarly document, then maybe I would say it would be okay. But for the stuff that I write, I would never put a, like where Google came out the other day in their webmaster guidance and said, they'll accept some AI as long as the article and the, the piece of content has value, moves the needle, has originality, original ideas, and that the author is a trusted source, which somebody should have asked me how to be a trusted source, but being you haven't, I'm not going to touch that quite yet. All right. Um, but as long as you meet those bars, they're saying some AI. So they've hedged their bet just slightly where they said AI content will not be accepted. So my friend Todd stopped by the, the office yesterday morning and he's been um, here in the off in, in the class on and off through the years. And, and we were we were kind of talking about this back and forth. And what we kind of came came down to is you have to know what you're talking about to be able to pull this off that you cannot. Um, and he said to me, Google said no AI. And I said, they've already changed it. All right. But um, I, what I'm saying to you guys is that I would use it as an outliner and then write around it. That's what, I, that's what I would do. And, and that's what I'm going to instruct my writing staff to do. Um, I, I don't want them utilizing this as a way to put paragraphs together. Uh, We're not lazy. We're not going to do that. It's not going to be accepted. I've already got our editorial staff on high alert looking for this stuff. On the other side of the coin, if I can say, this is your topic. I have my customer, one of my customers said to me yesterday, they said, well, Wayne, the, one of the guys wants to rank on the word best spell. So what I did is I came over here to chat GPT and I said, give me seven articles, ideas for the word Vespel. Um, all right. So let me come down because you guys are kind of, I love when you all kind of kind of say things like that I don't say, and then I have to go tell you why you can't do what you're saying. Okay. Example, the FDA does not allow citations of studies. Okay. That's good says how, how to be, how can you be an, an, a subject matter expert? Um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really understand that question. Next one says, 
I put this in and cited the journal article and summarized it below. Search academic journal and cite an article that supports it. Okay. I could see it that way. But so here's the problem. Okay. So, you know, when you have in a discussion about SEO and you have a discussion about SEO in a vacuum, it's very, 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 very dangerous. Okay. Um, and I find myself having these uh, conversations quite frequently, and somehow I have to under make somebody understand somewhere that you cannot take one piece of the Google algorithm, isolate it, and then try to come up for a strategy for it, because so much of it is dependent on everything else around it. I say that because you guys are over here telling me about citing things and citing examples and all this other stuff. What I'm going to say is when you cite somebody else, you immediately marginalize your ability to be considered an, ex an, an expert. What else you're doing is you're linking to somebody else's website. And in the Google world, when you link to somebody else's website, you take a piece and power from your website and transfer it to the other guy's website. So I am never an advocate. I have, and I will say, I shouldn't say never because I've acquiesced slightly on CPAs, but I am never an advocate of going and saying, hey, this guy over here has the best thing to say. All right. What I'd rather say is that I, this is my opinion of it. I, I read about this. I did this, but I'm not linking citing. This is not a college paper. Um, and unless you're John Hopkins and writing about, you know, granular dis, uh, distillation of virus in a Petri dish and why you have to do that, I, I sure would not be going down a road to do, to do that. And that would be, that would be my problem with all of this is because your website should be a reflection on you and should not um should not um reflect it should not just link to somebody else okay so this thing let me see you guys are over here talking again let me see what you say Okay, so somebody over here is outlining how to be a subject matter expert. I agree with that. But you know what? I'm going to say something different here. You cannot go to school to learn what's in my head. There is no school on this planet that will teach you how to do what I'm teaching you to do. That's me. Okay. But if I'm, a, if I'm an actuary for a life insurance company, that's pretty cut and dry because it's garbage in, garbage out. I'm going to sell my life insurance policy for this amount of money because people at the age of 35 die at this rate and this is our interest rate. It's a pretty cut and dry science. So if I go to work and I'm an actuarial for an insurance company, I shouldn't need to study and practice I should know my craft well enough that I should be able to go have that conversation with anybody. And that the thing is that I have a room full of people, I think, that have walked away from corporations and went out and set out to do their own thing in this world. And if you have enough faith and trust in your own ability to do that, then you are a subject matter expert. There is, there is not anybody that would ever come and talk to me 
that would not say I was an expert on this subject. Not, not, I, I, it happens to me day in and day out. And even when I go to conferences, I stick my hand up and I ask a question and like, why are you asking that question? You already know the answer or, Hey, you know more about this than I do, than the speaker does, you know? So I need you guys to have enough faith in your own ability to be able to put out the information about your product. Now, what I will say is I am not green lighting bad behavior. Okay, there is certain ways to do things in the Google world. If your goal is to have Google send you traffic, there are certain benchmarks that you must meet. You must identify and understand what the end user intent is. That does not stop just because we have a chat bot. Okay, you have to understand what people want. You have to understand what they need. And if you don't have that basic understanding, I, you can chat all day. You are never going to come up with a product that is unique enough to keep you out from underneath an AI uh, restrictor, okay? Have faith in yourself and stand up and say, I know my job better than anybody out there. Don't be timid. Don't be walking away. You know it. And I'm going to say, I know, I know this subject matter. I know this subject matter better than probably 99.8% of the people on the planet. There's a couple people that know a little bit more than I do. And sometimes I'm even questionable whether truly if I got in a room with them and we kind of boxed it out that we wouldn't, um, we wouldn't come up to a draw on it. Okay. So, but I'll, I'll give that there's 0.02% that don't know that know more than I do. That's how, that's how confident I am. You all need to be the same. And that's going to avoid any of this. You cannot, you cannot utilize this in place of you. Um, and the place I was today, the young lady that was there, she's here tonight, or at least I think she still is. And she's like, I don't know so much. She actually knows quite a bit. She's got to have the confidence in herself to know that she knows this. If you ask her the question, she can produce the answers. So now we just have to figure out how to channel that out properly. Every one of you have to dig down deep and find that out, okay? Because this is not a replacement for you. This isn't an enhancement for you. Question is, vblog versus blogger hybrid, hybrid. Um, I actually take every one of these classes. We write a summary on it. We put it up with the video, with the audio, and with a written summary. So I blend all three of them together, and that's the way, and it's flown. Everything is just, everything continues to just go, you know, um, and go up on us. Next one says, I use this to find other sources to read and not actually put anything up. All right, that's a good that's a good way to do that. Um, I I would be uh, supportive of doing that to to broaden your knowledge. And then when it comes time to write something, if you're writing it based on this knowledge, you're not cutting and pasting out of it. So I, I would accept that as a as a good way to do something if you were going to do this. This says, and I don't understand what this is, 10,000 repetitions to become an expert. I, I guess what you're saying is I, I must have done this 100,000 times then because I, I just keep, it just kind of just keeps piling up in my head all the stuff I know. So I guess I maybe I do 10,000 in a week. I don't know. All right. Anyway, let's go to a couple other things we can do with this. I... Also, and I'm not opposed to this happening. 
All right, um, let me move my screen up so I can type. All right, watch this. Did you answer the question about blogging versus uh, blogging? I already answered it. I already okay. answered it. Yeah. All right. So the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say, say, and everybody should do this when they're writing a review for people. All right. Write me a review for a company. Oh, that's because it's clicking on Jasper for some reason. I don't want Jasper. Okay. Write me a review for an SEO company in West Houston. Let's see if it works this time. And then I'm gonna tell you what you're looking at. If you want to do any business a favor, what I just did is I wrote an SEO friendly version of a review that you would have to replace the name of the company or the name of the person, okay? That would help somebody out dramatically if you did something like that, all right? There's several different paragraphs here. You, you can paste the whole thing or you could paste part of it, all right? If you wanted to embellish it and put your own name in it, have at it, um, you know, but that's something that you could do, all right? Um, watch this. Thank you, Anna, right? Let's watch this one. If I could type better, we would be okay. We'd go along faster. Parking lot, light pole. So any of you that are having to do uh, any type of product description, and I'm going to tell you why this is a little bit more acceptable. Okay, and I'll and I'll show you what I what we're doing now is I'm I'm using this tool to write a product description. That's one of the things that I always find I have pro problems with. But Google looks at a product description as only one eighth of a page. So it only has one eighth of a power of a page. So you can't really do too much detrimental harm to yourself by taking it and having it write a product review. So what I asked it to do was write me a product description for a 20 foot LED parking lot pole. And then here it is, introducing our our 20-foot parking lot pole designed to provide the best and efficient. I mean, it basically took everything I need. I can take that and go put that right in as a product description on the website. So these are handy things that you can do with this, okay? Um, this Jasper tool has a bunch of templates. Um, <coughs> all right, I'll answer that one in a second. Um, this Jasper tool has a bunch of templates in it to help you. Um, it's got stuff that you can use to write some of the bit video titles for it. It can help you write, um, website stuff. It can help you write blog posts. It can help you write ads and AdWords. So you'll see AdWords descriptions and ad lines, AdWords headlines are here. So I'm going to do this here. Uh, insurance uh, classes. 
mine, even in person, insurance, uh, licensing, LIC, nursing classes, uh, informative, and change aster with the output examples. Now watch what it's going to do. It's going to give me what I can go put for my for my information and go put into AdWords. So I can take this now and go stick this. That's one thing I always have trouble with is writing AdWords campaigns. This thing will write them for me and I have no compunction because it's paid for. So there's no penalty for using AI. Um, I, I want to address AdWords in a second. Let me answer this question. It says the thoughts on blogs to rank. We're currently doing about four posts a month. I am okay with four posts a month. I, I, if that suits your business, if you're a local dentist, I, I would be okay with, you know, two or three a month. If you're an SEO company, four is probably not enough. All right. So it, I think it depends on your industry and what you do and what your job is. Um, if you're a lawyer, you should be seven to 10 a month. You know, four and five are okay, but if you wanted to be aggressive, you should be seven to 10 good quality pages if you're a law firm. So it, it just, if you're a personal injury firm, let me say that differently. If you're a business lawyer and you have a niche, I'm okay with four. So that's one of those questions that I can't really answer without, it's like kind of missing a little bit of information. But if you're doing four, uh, I, I'm not going to be too upset about that. Um, anyway, the other thing that you can do with this is, um, you know, you can kind of keep progressing down the AdWords campaign and you can add. So anybody that's run an AdWord campaign of late knows that you can put multiple different tones in and they circulate them and they mix and match them and they put them together. So, um, this is, uh, this, is, uh, this is a way for you to be able to produce and export your AdWords headlines and your write-ups for them. Um, the other thing that we've been experimenting with is using ChatGPT to write FAQs um, for um, some of the Google My Business stuff. So we've been, I haven't, I don't have enough data on whether it's working well or not. So I'm not gonna recommend to do it yet. Um, but there is some there is some things in there that you could utilize to 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 do um, an output. But let me get a little bit more data. So that's another thing that you can do with it. All right. You say I am the founder of EdTech app on lesson planning and college readiness. Yeah, you, you probably need is you only do you only work uh, locally in Houston or do you do nationally? Because that's going to. If you're national, I would say you probably you need more than four. Texas only, eh, four is okay. So that's, again, that's the void of information. It, it helps you. So um, is there any direct questions at this point in time? Because otherwise I'm going to recap this because I, I know I sound like I'm repeating myself, but I, I really want to make sure that everybody understands that the steps are. Did you see um, that, you know, yeah, that I see it. I, yeah, I see it. So it's basically I'm working with a freelancer. I need to make sure they balance original with AI. I, I, I would not allow a freelancer to use, use AI generated content. You're paying for that. So freelancer person should not be going and pushing some buttons and giving you an article. 
So that would be my first thought that I'd want to smack them in the head. Um, and then second of all, um, I, I, I think that you're, you're now your level to have to go police this goes up. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I have a full-time person that that's all they do is police articles. So, um, you know, I, I'm very, very concerned um, about, you know, just people just randomly going and grabbing stuff like this and, and allowing somebody to do that. So no, John, you know, regeneration, you can get another set. And I mean, if you want to take the time and re-put it together and repackage it, um, I, I, I would be very, I would be a little, uh, I'm like a little half on the fence on that. But, but the fact of the matter is you're not, we're missing the point. And the point is this. This is the point I think we're missing. Okay, I'm going to stop sharing my screen here a minute. All right. And I, and, I, and I think this is what I want everybody to walk away with. This is not a shortcut to typing. It is a shortcut to researching what you should be typing. Okay. The problem is, and I even see it in the questions that are being asked here. How far can I push the envelope? Well, I don't know, because today it may be one thing and tomorrow it be another. And I don't want you to tell me, well, in February, you said it's 80-20. And then next month it goes to 99-1 in your band because I said 80-20. So I am concerned that I'm still seeing in this chat, well, how do I utilize this to not have to do work? That's not. It's not going to do you well in the long run. And if your goal is to get Google traffic, you can get a sugar rush. Don't misunderstand me, but you cannot build a business on a sugar rush. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, I, I have two very prolific stories. One is um, I have a lighting company that we've been working with since 2003. And that lighting company was doing $250,000 a month. And when it was doing the $250,000 a month, it was dialed in the Google traffic. It was doing, you know, three, 400,000 users a month. It was dialed into Google. And the two of the owners decided that they needed a prettier website and they made changes to the website and they busted the entire website. And the whole website went from, $250,000 a month to barely making $250,000 a year. So you cannot build your business on a sugar rush or on quicksand. And anybody that's asking me about how, how I can rig a system that I can use more of this, you're building a business on quicksand because it's going to give way. You should be using it to do research and to come up with what should be in an article, and then you do the work to put that article together properly, okay? And that's that's a fine line difference. And I think the winners are going to be the people that embrace what I'm saying, and the losers are going to be the one that cut and paste and find any which way they can not to actually type on their keyboard. 
And I, I don't mean to make it sound so stark, but I, but I think what you're going to end up with is separating the real people out of the pretenders. And anybody that's using these tools to create their website in Toto is a pretender because you're taking something that was scraped from somebody else. You're not adding unique information to it and you're just publishing it out there. And even if you kept it intact and tried to marry in just a little bit of your own uniqueness, you're not keeping it out. You're not, you're not being real and putting it out there. So I, I just keep coming back to, and I still keep seeing it here in the scroll, you know, I, I just, that we kind of just keep going on and, you know, how to, how are we going to continue to manipulate this? So we don't have, it doesn't work that way. And if you don't watch yourself, you're going to have a problem. Okay. Let's see. It says, I ran a test on one of my clients and sent me off some emails and sent off some emails of a question and answer. I don't know what that means. I, I, John, I don't think you shouldn't regenerate is I don't like the answer. So this is this is where I'm saying to you, I you're you're it's predicated on a false premise. That's that's an example of it. Does regeneration do better or worse? I don't know. Better and worse than what is the answer better? Probably not. It gave you the best answer the first time. If you're just doing it to scramble it up to get it by Google, nope, I wouldn't be doing that because you're right there. Um, you're you're gaming the system. And I think the base rule is if you if you are gaming the system, then you have a problem. And how much you want to game the system depends on how much you're going to get the backlash when this all comes down. I how do I say this? I would never, ever, and I did for a while back in the early 2000s, Google was the main uh, generator of traffic for us or for sales for us. I will never, ever have anything that Google is solely the responsibility for our revenue ever again. You know, so, um, you know, it's just, this just starts to get to be a really big problem. If you wanted to write a course description, write it. You want to write a YouTube write-up, write it. You want to write a script, write it. You want to write an article, don't do that. I think that's maybe what I'm trying to say too. Depending on what you want to do and what you're hoping to accomplish, you cannot replace quality content with an AI bot that has moved around and moved around and, and become a moving target. So with all of that said, is there any other questions? And can somebody make sure that I get a copy of this video before we all scoot out of here and then we all forget? And John, I'm looking at you. You can't see me because you didn't log in as an admin. So I can't see that you saw me, but can you, can, can you, between you guys, can we make sure we get a copy of this, please? Because it's kind of important. So, but with all of that, anybody have any questions? Because we have like literally three minutes left. So now would be the time to ask anything. Uh, they're all quiet tonight, Sandra. Do you want to give another plug for your, your stuff? Are you still there or did you step away? I'm still here. Um, yeah, thank you for this. I, sometimes you guys are, when you get right uh, in it with each other, you're going a little over my head on some of this stuff, but um, that's that's the way it is often with some of these um, clinics. People come in at varying levels of expertise, and some of you people that are on the inside and behind your your um, 
your website so clearly, you know, um, I think uh, I think it's interesting to learn from you as well. So thank you for for having this uh, interactive conversation because uh, all of us learn from it. Okay, so I did put back into the chat um, the the links that I posted earlier. There's so much coming up with uh, uh, at HCC right now. It's hard to talk about it all, but um, the 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 um, the links I put in are for multiple uh, um, events coming up, including the Small Business Success Series by HCC. One digital version of it started this week. It's two uh, two webinars. On, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So you've only missed one of the webinars, but it's a it's a five-week series with 10 uh, webinars all together and you can graduate from it and it pre-qualifies you to take a shot at the business plan competition next year. Uh, and so it's we've graduated 14 cohorts from it. It's great. Uh, and we invite you to do that. Thank you, Sandra and Beth. And good night to everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Lolita. Thank so, you, Lolita. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And uh, everybody just use the little links I sent you and, and we'll, uh, we'll email you again in the future. Yeah, you, we'll see everybody next month. I haven't decided what the topic will be. It depends on what Google changes on us again. Well, we'll certainly uh, evolve some of this topic because more will have happened by then. I'm sure. I'm sure it will. In fact, um, Rodeo uh, Tech next uh, week on the February 28th, um, HCC will be at uh, HCC Central Campus from nine till noon, and one of the panels is on AI, uh, artificial intelligence. So maybe we'll see you at Central Campus on February 28th for part of Rodeo Tech, which is this um, big event happening all over Houston. Thanks, Beth. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. You all have a great evening, and I think that we're out. So I guess I guess I'll shut it down, Sandra. Right. That sounds great. Thanks. Good night, everyone. That's a wrap for this week's Internet Marketing Clinic. We'll see you next week. Thank you.